Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Welcome back, everybody. We're in the Spicy Boys Podcast Studio. Brad Rep- Studio. Sorry. AKA. Brad Studio. Also known as. The, the Spicy uh, Shrine. AKA. The Creation Station. The Honey Hole. The Honey Hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's that good. That's good. And uh, <laughs> listeners, we got we have a very, very special guest this uh, this evening. We have uh, Jody Reyes, um, owner of Witchcraft Beer Store. Beer store. Yeah. Um, Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for Thanks joining for us. Yeah, um, I'm excited for this. Jody is a uh, beer aficionado. Uh, we're it could be said, yes. Bringing him in to kind of kind of give a little more uh, give a little more attention to detail on the beer side of things this episode. Uh, we're we're usually pretty movie heavy, so we're glad that you're able to join us. Join us, sorry, and uh, bring some of your beer knowledge and and hopefully share a little with us, and we'll we'll share a little bit of our podcast fun with you. Let's do it. I'm looking forward to it, guys. This, I think full, full this disclosure. The, go ahead. <laughs> this is the first episode where we've had anything heavy on beer. Yeah, we're usually always movie heavy. Yeah, yeah. this is yeah, the very yeah. first one. I think it's a pretty big deal. So yeah, it's gonna get you. weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, full disclosure, in front of Jody, I'm scared to rate these beers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared. No. Why no, I'm scared. How about <laughs> I rate the beers after that? After okay. you guys, that would be <laughs> fun. Good. We'll have Jody leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> we can rate Spoiler the alert: they're Spoiler not all no. great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the thing about rate, rating the beers, I've always wondered. It's, it also is up to you and what you, what you right? Because I think. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but we've already, I think we've established, at least me, I'm not a big stout, heavy, you know, I don't like heavy stouts. Yeah, for sure. So it's hard for me to judge those at times. So I'm always like, yeah, kind of like trying to figure that one out. The but, best uh, is to scroll through like breweries untapped, you know, untapped or beer advocate. Their yeah, scores, exactly. You know? And someone's like, 0.5 stars. I hate stouts. Like, why would you order? Exactly. Exactly. It's like I'm I'm lactose intolerant, but I'm gonna order this cheese pizza yeah. every single time. <laughs> Man, it's terrible <laughs> makes me sick. I mean, ever since I moved to Austin, uh, I think my uh, the progression of me like liking craft beers has substantially uh, I don't know, it's like night and day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, and it just keeps growing here. Yeah, there's great culture in Austin. And it goes back 20 plus years. I mean, you've got some, some not only breweries that are still around going back to the 90s, but a lot of the same brewers who worked at fledgling brew pubs that were uh, around in the 90s in Austin that have since closed down now own ABGB in the case of, of Swifty, Peters, and uh, and those guys. So, Do you have an idea of roughly how many breweries are in town now? I mean, um, It's tough because you know there's Austin city limits versus the surrounding area. I think roughly within about an hour of of the city there's like 52 or 60 or somewhere in there you know when you get out to hill country and north burbs south burbs that kind of thing but yeah it's it's upwards of 60 i mean even even five years ago there was maybe a quarter of that so it really has come on yeah in the last uh 
few years. I can't keep up. It's like anytime I go yeah. to the stuff for me, man. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like yeah. I was just amazed at how many there are. But yeah, well, that's part of your job. You have yeah, to. I know. Stay it's my job. Yeah, and it's tough. I mean, there's yeah. places I haven't been to. I haven't been to Skull Mechanics yet. I haven't been to. Uh, oh gosh, I'm struggling to think of others at the top of my head, but. Um, yeah, every other month there's at least a new one opening up. <laughs> it's awesome. To, I mean, it's really great. Do you try your best to get out there like as soon as possible? At least get try the beer as for soon sure. As possible? Yeah. yeah, you know, it's this is going to be such an asshole comment. I can feel it coming, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it can be difficult to like have to try these beers because um, you know the vast majority of people who are coming into the brewing scene are people who come from a home brewing background, mm-hmm. and stepping up your recipes and your brewing methods from home brewing to commercial brewing is a. I mean, it's it's high school ball versus major leagues i mean it really is that big of a difference um and a lot more variables can go wrong when you're brewing that so a lot of the breweries unless they have large-scale commercial brewing background um, like the guys who opened st elmo they met when they were working awesome beer works so they open up st elmo boom they're instantly kicking out fantastic beers yeah. we we're just talking about taylor at oddwood mm-hmm. taylor used to be the head brewer at edelbert's he opens oddwood ales out of the gate they're making outstanding beers so you really have to um you have to give people a fair amount of leeway if they're stepping up from home brewing. Yeah. Um, but the tough thing is for me in my bar and you know, we've got 30 taps and I only have 30 taps quote unquote, which is that's kind of a funny thing to say in its own right. But um, it re- the beer has to be dialed. It can't be, you know, there can't be off flavors. It can't be anything less than stellar. Cause I'm just not going to buy a keg. Yeah. There's nothing worse you. as a brand new brewery when you're really trying to start up, particularly if they're not from Austin proper, they're coming in from one of the, maybe the smaller towns surrounding Travis County. Um, if the beer's not outstanding, I'm not going to buy a keg into a small brewery who maybe in the past they could have just said, hey, we're we're a new brewery, we're Texan, we're local, buy our beer, and bars would be like, all right. But yeah. now it's, it's you can't really do that because there's so much competition yeah. just with Austin breweries, not even counting Texan breweries and, of course, around the U.S. too. Yeah, I think I moved here about 10 years ago, and I think, yeah, man, it's mm-hmm. like that's where I got into craft beer probably like the first year I was here. I didn't realize. I mean, I, you know, I would drink whatever beers I could get my hands on before, yeah. you yeah. know, and it was just like, but then it just changed. Totally. And then I sound like a beer snob. I'm from Indiana originally. Yeah, yeah. So I go home. Some good beer up there. There is, yeah. I'm like, I'm my hometown, never would have thought there'd be any craft beer there. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> there's two breweries now. Yeah, One just awesome. opened like a week ago and yeah. I'm just like, man, it's everywhere, totally. but Well, and, and the thing I love about craft beer is now when you go back there, I don't know how big of a town it is, uh, but there are people now who are visiting these breweries that you wouldn't have expected would at all be into the beer culture i would imagine right exactly yeah which is great because that's what beer has been for thousands of years yeah. it's like mm-hmm. this community gathering uh beverage and it pulls communities together uh, that's the great thing about it um so we're warming up with some uh some beers that uh jody was kind enough to uh yeah you know i <laughs> i really made an attempt because we're we're reviewing my favorite movie of all time which is a yeah man. the best movie i'm also going to say that now uh, spoiler alert it's gonna be ranked pretty high <laughs> it's gonna be ranked pretty high <laughs> yeah but I mean I have there was hundreds of beers in witchcraft and I literally looked at every single label in the whole place trying to come up with tie-ins <laughs> of the movie and I didn't find one super good tie-in I found like half a dozen loosely tied in beers so I just decided to bring them all That's good. yeah right? exactly. Maybe do something different. <laughs> so we're drinking uh, Cigar City they're from Tampa Florida they're um, actually a sister company of Oscar Blues who has a facility here yeah right Oscar Blues has formed this like parent company that that uh, they're kind of a, a craft beer company holding group, I guess you could call it. They have a parent company that buys up smaller craft breweries. So Cigar City is one of those brands, and uh, this is their Wyabera. Um Pale Ale, Citra Pale Ale. Pale Ale. So uses Citra hops, and it's Wyabera because obviously one of the main plot points of Few Good Men takes place in Cuba. There so. you go. And I'm wearing my Wyabera shirt. <laughs> <laughs> 
So. Yeah. Uh, very um, Gitmo of you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during this uh, episode, we're going to, you know, uh, pri- well, well, we will do some um, videos for our Instagram stories. So, so you guys can uh, see. See the beers. And yeah, blow. the beers and cool. all the, yeah. Um, but before we uh, move move forward, maybe yeah. um, kind of curious, like how why beer? Like, wh- what's your origin story? Mine. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, okay, um, which is where all the hops are. The vast majority of the hops in the U.S. are grown. Um, so I grew up drinking hoppy beers, crappy beer in college, of course, like everybody does. And but you know, not even all the way through college. Um, there's just such a great, and always has been such a great tap room and craft beer culture up in the Northwest. And so that's just what we would do on weekends is go to craft breweries and tap rooms. So pretty early on, you just kind of develop a taste for the good stuff, I guess you could say. So I've always been a consumer um, and a, an appreciator of craft beer. My um, I worked in the corporate world for a number of years prior to this. Um, and my now wife at the time, we were uh, just dating. We moved to Minneapolis in 2009, right at the beginning of the recession. I lost my job in the Pacific Northwest and had the option to either be uh, jobless at the beginning of the recession or move to Minneapolis. Um, and so Melissa and I decided to move to Minneapolis and we were there for four years, pretty much exactly. And, uh, when we were there, um, the state legislature in Minnesota passed a law that made it easier for brewery tap rooms to open up. And what we saw as the outcome of that in just the the fast four years that we were there was this explosion of new craft breweries, um, and tap room culture. And so we always knew Minnesota was going to be temporary because it's cold as shit, <laughs> but it's lovely. We've got great friends up there. We don't have any yeah. family. If you don't have roots in the upper Midwest, it's tough. It's really it's tough. tough. <laughs> it's great quality of life, but you got to really love that cold. And uh, she does, which is great, but it's not so much my thing. But uh, anyway, so we were trying to decide where to move next. Uh, my parents are originally from the San Antonio area, so I've got a lot of extended family in this area. And she did her... Um, her residency she's a pharmacist so she did a year of training down here in austin before we moved to minneapolis okay and so we were kind of decided where to where to move to should we go back to the northwest which is where we met where i'm from um and she's like how we go to austin and lo and behold she got a job offer and so we decided to move down here uh beginning of 2013 um we got down here in may 2013 and i was ready to be done with the corporate world and kind of want to do my own thing want to work for a small business again but you know moving to a brand new city where you don't have any professional network it's tough to to find like an influential job for a small business where you can actually be part of their growth story yeah. in an industry that I had some excitement and some passion for. And so I was like, well, shit, why don't I just make my own company? It seemed like simple, such a simple idea, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the idea is always simple. Yeah, That's always yeah. the easiest part is coming up with the idea. The hardest part is, is uh, executing it. So yeah. anyway, flash forward a number of months and um, decided to do the craft beer thing. You know, um, as I mentioned about Minnesota, passing this suite of laws through their legislature, Texas, you may know, in 2013 did a, a similar thing. Mm-hmm. So they passed a suite of five laws that made it easier for uh, breweries to sell direct to consumers and, and basically have more tap rooms. So, um, and you've seen that borne out based on the conversation yeah. we just yeah. had. Drastically. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we knew that that, that big boom was coming. And mm-hmm. when I saw that no one was really doing a specialty craft beer only bottle shop, well in austin yet that's just dedicated to craft beer i was like well shit that marries my background and my experience with my passion i think i can do that so that's pretty much how it started so Very cool so have you um do you brew, brew beer yourself uh not really we we homebrewed i've homebrewed a number of times and yeah i've been in on you know homebrews with other buddies here around town um I always like to say it's easy to make beer, but it's hard to make good beer. Yeah. So um, I leave that up to professionals now. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've always considered just trying it, but man, it's, it's a lot of it's, fun. Yeah. Everyone always tells me, it's like, you just got to keep yeah. it clean. You just got to keep everything like clean, clean, yeah, clean. Sure. I'm just like, 
I don't know if I'll ever try it. The process is a lot of fun. If you've got a buddy who has the equipment and just invites you over for a brew day, then absolutely go and bring, bring a six pack because it's a lot of fun to learn the process and you'll like instantly have a lot more appreciation for the craft and the skill that goes into making a good beer when you make a shitty beer. I think for me, it's one of those things where it's like, if I fall, if I like did fall in love with it, I heard it's a very expensive hobby once you get into it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's one thing after another. Totally. Well, and Jerry, I remember even whenever I was in college, I knew my uncle had some buddies who were, who were home brewing. Mm-hmm. And I think the laws back then was like, you could basically, you could make, it was like a hundred gallons per yeah, they, person. Some states would set a limit to like yeah. how much you could make. Or, it was yeah. like, yeah, it was like a hundred gallons, but it was like only for your own, like your, mm-hmm. your home can, this is like, and it was based on like old, like, um, uh, what's the word that I'm look, like pilgrim law like oh, new world settler laws interesting alright is where all of that was like so you could brew that beer for your own family yeah. and like that was it and like everything had to be free yeah so that that must have been right before like all like you say these these, yeah. these new laws kind of came yeah. into place that it was, uh, it was actually like, Jimmy Carter in I think 78 or 79 signed this like American homebrew act or whatever it was mm-hmm. um, that made it more legal i think on a nationwide scale mm-hmm. i think there may still have been state caps or something i don't i don't know all the details but i know that that legislation uh, nationwide allowed homebrewing to actually be legal mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great because we wouldn't be in the boom that we are yeah now without those early pioneers of sierra nevada and brooklyn and sam adams all those guys this is great this is great boom i'm very fortunate to live in austin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? It, it is funny though i like i remember i, I can tell you the the first craft beer well at the time, I think they were craft beer. I, I don't even think you could call them that anymore. It was uh, Flying Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got really Maryland. into them yeah, in college. For sure. You know, and I think they were still in Colorado at the time. Oh, that's right. They moved or something, right? right? Yeah, yeah they were originally out of okay. Aspen, Colorado, because that's where um, Hunter S. Thompson was from. Yeah. So that's why all their like labels are designed by Ralph Steadman. Yeah. And uh, they've got that whole like Hunter S. Thompson connection. Yeah. And they used to distribute here to Texas, but they, they pulled out their distribution out of the state, I want to say maybe three years ago. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a, it's a, such a bummer because yeah. I used to love their and their, I had their um, Belgian-style IPA mm-hmm. was my favorite yeah, one. Right on. I loved it. And I had it on a keg one time yeah. at an Alamo draft house in Houston. Yeah. And I always look for it. And yeah. it, you can't find Namaste, it anywhere. Namaste, no. Yeah. Unfortunately, so you'll see that a lot with the kind of the medium-sized regional brewers. I'll call them places that have a big following wherever they are from. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly coming to Texas, because as you know, Texans are fiercely independent, right, <laughs> and are fiercely loyal to their their local brands. And it's just it's tough you, when you look at the the total craft beer industry over the last uh, really decade, but particularly the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. The breweries that are that are actually showing declining sales year over year are the medium-sized regional brewers because all their share not all of it but a good portion of their share is getting eaten up by these hyper local places i brought up oddwood you brought up oddwood earlier so oddwood tiny little brew pub their capacity is maybe a thousand barrels a year maybe max Mm -hmm. but family-owned great food great beer but they don't have ambitions to be Sierra Nevada. They're just, they're not going to do that. They're never going to grow to be that size. But their people going to visit their tap rooms are taking share from these places like, you know, the bigger dogfish and founders and, um, you know, a bunch of other these kind of large and mid-sized regional breweries. So do you think, like, there's a, they're, they're, like, we're turning into more of a society of, like, my neighborhood bar is where I'm going to get my beer from. Yeah, and like that, I think so. Like that's kind of the route that we're going now with craft beer, which I think is great. Yeah, I, mean, that's I think super so. Cool. I mean, you, you think about, I imagine you guys have traveled to places like Portland and Denver and Seattle and San Diego. They're really like 
tip of the spear craft beer cities in America. Mm-hmm. That's what you see. You see places that, like Oddwood, to yeah. keep using that same example, places that serve customers within a, you know, I, I would guess 80% of their customers live within two miles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just like with Witchcraft at the tap room, I would say 75% of our customers live within three miles um so you you really are going to see that because it if you think about it there's nothing i mean craft beer is manufacturing right there's all this talk in uh-huh. the in uh the economic world about local manufacturing craft beer is manufacturing you have people um who um aren't necessarily phds a lot of times not stereotyped there are some of course but you get people who live in your local community who are creating a manufactured product and serving it to the people who live within two miles. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's an American success story it's right there. Self sustaining yeah, economy, totally. <laughs> and that's what you see with places like Denver and in Seattle. You see these places that are hyper local, um, mm-hmm. and maybe they have a half dozen employees, and they work tap room, they brew, you know, they clean the toilets, they do a little bit of everything. But that's where a lot of the growth is coming from in craft beer these days. That's awesome. So, uh, your tap room, yeah, witchcraft, yep. How'd you come up with the name, Witch, Witchcraft? It was actually an old coworker of mine uh, I used to work with in the corporate days. He was a, he was a joker, great great sense of humor. And uh, I, I actually was, it was like a Facebook thread. I had maybe half a <laughs> dozen names I was thinking of, and I just put it out there. This was in 2013. And uh, and I just said, hey, if anybody, you know, open roll call for any good ideas <laughs> for a craft beer bottle shop. And he said, Witchcraft. And I kind of laughed as I was scrolling past, and it just kind of was like a, uh. just stuck in my brain. And so I asked Melissa, and she loved it, and... Um, it just, we just kind of started informally calling it that when we were talking about trying to start the business and but then it, it stuck. just, it just stuck. Yeah. We had to go with it. Yeah. It's a, it's a very catchy name. It is. Like, it's I, great, yeah. right? I remember yeah, the there's first a lot of time hearing about and, you guys yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, I was like that, like I would never forget that name, you know? Yeah. Like, it, 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 was, it was stuck in my brain. The first time I heard about it, I, uh, I would um, Google it and uh, uh, yeah, you need to check out this place of witchcraft in South Lamar. So I was typing W I T C H. Yeah, we should have specified too. Yeah, yeah, W H I C H witchcraft. Yeah. Well, what's funny is not kidding. Maybe like once a month we get a phone call down at South Lamar, being like, yeah, um, there's this girl and I'm really trying to get her to like me. So I'm wondering like what types of potions and stuff. Not even kidding, all the time. And you're like. Different witchcraft, buddy. <laughs> wait, you're like, wait, we've got this beer. He's like, okay, spells. <laughs> yeah. like, nope. Uh, oh, speaking of beer, so um, when you started like buying beers from brewer, like you yeah. had, do you had a criteria or what? What was the uh, the methodology? Yeah, the methodology. Um, I don't know. I, I can't say I've ever really had any hard and fast yeah. rules. Was um, it more like relationship with the with the brewers and, and, and yeah, that's a big part of it. I yeah. like, I love. Um, as much as possible supporting new breweries as they're starting yeah. up. Because I know what it's been like, you know, being a, a small business and entrepreneur, it sucks like 70% of the time. <laughs> um, and so I just know what the struggle's like. So trying to support those guys and gals as much as they can as they're starting up. But balance that with what I was saying a little bit ago, that when you only have 30 taps, the beer's got to be good out of the gate or else yeah. I'm not going to buy a keg. Yeah. But if they have their beer in package, which is our kind of uh, total term for anything in a bottle or can, um, we, I of course buy all that stuff, even if the beer is not quite up to snuff. Yeah. I'll still buy it and kind of let our customers, our consumers, you know, vote with their dollars whether yeah. they continue to buy those things and we reorder them and stuff. So I, mean, I take is, a little bit more laissez-faire approach to, yeah. to package beer. Uh, I think which is pretty amazing about Witchcraft is is once you walk in, it's uh, it's just like a like a library of craft beer mm-hmm. and and you want to try all of it. For sure, it's a little overwhelming yeah. when you first yeah. see it. Yeah. Well, and I and I like that you the way you guys have it set up too because it's not 
it's not like you walk when you walk into a grocery store and you're in the beer section there's all the boxes and the different you know types yeah. you're like it's it's more personable mm-hmm. personal than that yeah you know sure. you, you get to see every single like guys, a single can of almost every yeah, beer yeah, right and that's kind of you guys got some cool shelvings there. <laughs> Where'd you guys get them? The ones at South Lamar? Yeah, at South Lamar, yeah. At South Lamar, that's just a uh, Home Depot shelving. Really? That I just rescanned with like some reclaimed wood. Um, I just got some plywood to like reinforce the shelves and then the where we put the signage for the style. Uh-huh. That's just like reclaimed oak flooring. I found this like reclaimed place and just bought some oak flooring, refinished it painted stout and amber yes. and IPA yeah. on there. Beer aficionado yeah. slash DIY. Well, <laughs> I'm looking at all the nice stuff that Brad here built. So. <laughs> I, I got to keep up. First, well, I mean, part of it is, you know, you got a finite amount of money to spend. It's like, <laughs> I'm either going to pay somebody to do this work yeah, or I'm going to figure exactly. out how to do it myself. That's yeah. what YouTube videos are for. Oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah. I had a lot of time because I, it, from the from the day we moved here to Austin to opening Witchcraft was um, almost, I think it was like 10, and, 10 months, 10 and a half months. And I wasn't working at the time because uh-huh. we didn't think it was going to take that long. Yeah. So I won't bore you guys with the details of what took so long, but it was mostly a real estate just series of messes, um, yeah. which is just an Austin story you'll hear from entrepreneurs here in general. But um, it just took a really long time, so I had a lot of time on my hands. So I'm like, all right, I can either pay someone to make these shelving and like the you know the cash wrap, which is the register where you put the yeah. register on, or I can figure out how to build all these fixtures myself. And so I designed it, download SketchUp, which is like the free CAD <laughs> yeah, drawing yeah, software. I'm telling you, I love SketchUp. Yeah. It's the best. So figure out how to use that, and all of a sudden, my wife comes home from work, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm fucking using this CAD program trying to figure out yeah. how to draw fixtures." She's like, "I love right, it. Oh my crazy. god! It's like, just do it. DIY, so, man. I grew up in the punk rock scene, <laughs> playing punk yeah. rock, yeah, in college and thereafter. So it's like, if you you just got to figure the shit out yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's you just how it check goes. Out green room. We just <laughs> yes, actually, because this is the one we first met. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. you came in looking for those punk and Drublic beers. Yeah, yeah. I told yeah. you No Effects was my favorite punk band of all time, yeah. which was they just did some dumb shit. <laughs> we, won't, we won't get into that. But we, we, uh, we actually got into it on our episode. cool. All right, cool. Yeah, story. I was I hadn't listened to that one yet because I wanted to watch the movie first and then yeah, yeah. it's but <laughs> so so what you're saying then is instead of like actually having to go out and like hire an entire like you know company to yeah. like re- build your fixtures yeah. all you really need is <laughs> i think i know rice go over here <laughs> is what you know where i'm going with this I just, just i feel like this is a good segue about to happen yeah just a few you good men feed oh! <laughs> ryan is yeah. the best let's at, shut it down it's, it's not, not, it's it's not, not gonna get better than that it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna get better than that that is pretty awesome. <laughs> Thanks for that, Rad. I was, I was I actually, this time I was kind of caught off guard at first. I thought you were going to tell us <laughs> this, this story. I was hoping that this I'm usually the one that catches it. So. I, I thought he, when you said uh, all you need is. I was going to say a little bit of elbow grease, and then I was like. <laughs> I, I can see where he's going. <laughs> That's not what he's talking about. It's, not, I was, it's a weird way to set that up. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the truth. <laughs> That would be better. Go, no, but that's that that makes better sense. <laughs> that, that truth can't make you a, a badass Home Depot beer shelving. <laughs> few good uh, men. Few good men. Yeah, you wanna you wanna tell <laughs> intro the the movie. That yeah, why? Uh, about sure, today. sure. So I think I've probably seen this movie 
45 times at least. Uh, I call it my favorite movie. I also call it the best movie. I use those terms interchangeably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just love everything about it. The script is fantastic. It's Aaron Sorkin's screenplay and original play. It was really yeah. his like coming out party. He sold the rights to this. I did some little internet research beforehand. He sold the rights to the movie before the movie even, or sorry, he sold the rights to the movie before the play even debuted, which I thought was fascinating for a guy who didn't have any name for himself. 26 years old. Yeah. Right? Working as a bartender in like Boston or whatever. I love his, uh, he, his, his writing is very like distinct. I mean, quite. even the new movies, you know. Yeah, quite. It's very like, Satan lies as fast as you can. It is. The pacing yeah. is just so unique. The, the witticisms and the intelligence yeah. of it is just so much fun. So I just absolutely love every bit of the script. Um, and the performances obviously are incredible. Man. Um, it's just a great movie. It's just so, it for something where nothing really happens, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there are a ton of movies out there like that these days. But you guys are more well-versed than I am, but where nothing like really big happens, there's so much tension and so much drama. You're so engaged that. the entire time yeah. still, yeah. yeah. And when you hear like, people, you tell people like crime drama, it's like, yeah, that sounds pretty boring. But, I mean... It's not, not it's, at all. Yeah, it's there's a lot of facets to this movie. And yeah. ca- I think a lot of Sorkin's his like strong point is uh, mm-hmm. is uh, characters mm-hmm. and really setting up those characters like social network. Like who would be like we're gonna make this crazy melodrama out of the founder of Facebook? Yeah, and then you see it and you're like, oh my god, totally. Like, He's able <laughs> to create a climax yeah. of a movie that you know didn't yeah. necessarily have a climax. Exactly. Yeah, he's brilliant at that. Um, so should we, uh, um, introduce some beers or let's talk about this guy. Is, is it Guayabera? Guayabera? Guayabera. Sorry. Yeah, Guayabera. I think it's a, there's the soft, I think it's a Spanish G. G. Exactly. <laughs> it's a Spanish G. Spanish G. <laughs> Just like oh, myself. Is, <laughs> no, this is, uh, this is delicious. It's good, right? I really Just really like crushable this. pale ale. I'm always looking for good, particularly in this, in the summertime uh-huh. when it's so hot. I love I drink nothing but like lagers, pilsners in the summer, and mm-hmm. just super light-bodied, crisp pale ales with just like a nice big tropical I mean, fruit, citrus mm-hmm. note. This beer, like I feel very much almost like I'm in like a like a like a cabana. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like I, sure. I, I got some wooded woods. I don't know why wood like, stuff. Like, yeah, wood, yeah, some some wooded <laughs> wood I stuff. Some, uh, I got some some shade <laughs> over me. I'm good. Like I, I can see the beach, but I'm not there. You smoke? You know? He's smoking a cigar. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, Cuba, Why exactly. <laughs> so the tie-in with Cuba, obviously, part of this movie takes place uh, at Gitmo, Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay. Holla! Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Gitmo, uh, Gitmo. So, uh, uh, I love that line. Whenever um, is it Tom Cruise is is leaving and his his buddies in the office and yeah. he's like, "Hey, I'm heading out to Cuba," and his buddy goes. Say hello to Castro for me. <laughs> That's his like secretary or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but you never see her. She's off screen. So I wonder if they just dub that in or whatever they do. Oh, That's true. Yeah, it's probably an add-in later. Yeah, classic ADR. So I brought five other beers here um, and some little tasting glasses. So yeah, we can grab a little tasting glass. Perfect. So whenever we want, um, no real schedule, but we can just kind of work our way through these. We'll crack them open. We'll all pour a couple ounces. And before we'll, we do this, yeah. Um, I know Brad's really. Ex- this is Brad's favorite part of, of the podcast where cool. we do the log lines. Yeah. Our own version this of the part log part that's give, giving me the most anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, no pressure, but we're giving you a minute okay. to do it. <laughs> so we started doing this like thing. the antithesis of no yeah, pressure. But <laughs> since this is your film, you're the guest, you get to pick who goes first in, in that okay. in whatever order. Well, I know Ryan's the best because you guys always say Ryan's the best. Well, I mean, yeah, he's just not. Really I'm the worst. True. 
So I'm gonna All start right. writing them down ahead of time and getting out. A you piece did of really paper, good yeah. last time though, because we when we we added we just yeah. recently added the one minute so, timeline. Okay, cool. This is the one thing I wish we would remove because I just hate it so much. <laughs> but Jeff came up with this, um, and then Zach won't let it die. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's pretty Zach. cool. Um. So, so I get to pick planner, first. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to see, I, I would like write something out, yeah. you know, and then I can I can compose something pretty well. Like, I feel like I, mean, I have, time. but it's on the spot. I know hey, it's on the yeah, spot. Yeah, because usually we'll have all the time, and yeah. I feel like if we put like it's about, been dragging. What about this? Yeah. How about this? Um, this is off the cuff. So this is your podcast. Say no. What if you start a minute? We all grab a sheet of paper. We take a minute to write our own, and then you <laughs> and then you just cut, and then you just read them around. That's so everybody has thought. a minute. That is, that's a that's Feel a good idea. Feel free to idea. say no. No, that's a great Brad idea. Brad, I, I am one hundred percent on board. <laughs> right? I was not trying to start a mutiny here. So it's not trying to start a code red. <laughs> so it's fifty fifty if we just get Sarah in here and then we'll see. How about Zach? How about this? What do you think Zach would want? Zach would want the damn log line. <laughs> but would he want everyone's best possible log line? Probably. Or does he like that's watching people struggle a little? I think this is the best part. Like. It's not going to be the best possible log lines. It's, the, I, uh, it's just whatever you can come up with. I do, <laughs> yeah. like, I do okay. like your idea. I feel like we need yeah. we need to have prepped planned for it ahead. Already. Totally get that. I, like, I've not I, even thought about we it. We don't again. have paper like, or anything. All right. I've well, had then, some Jeff, you get to go first. Ready, okay. set, go. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'll Too be, late. Clock's ticking. Uh, Fifty-seven. I'm not going to start. One minute. I don't think I'm gonna All right. Here we go. Go. A Navy lawyer slash officer. Is tasked to defend two Marines accused of murders. Will he find the truth? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we can, we can start asking questions. 35 <laughs> seconds. Will he find the truth? And at the same time, will he find his own truth? Whoa. Man. Dang, Jeff. That's, That's pretty good, dude. Nice job. You're throwing out fire. That was only in 35 man. seconds. Nice job. That is. That is Jeff. That's Joffrey. So this, I'll let you guys, uh, you know, I'll let you guys know. That's pretty good. And <laughs> yeah, I want yeah, Joffrey. I want to let you guys know who did that because that is rare. I, f- I already forgot what I said. So yeah. <laughs> I blacked out. Yeah. I was going to put some more. Somewhere. You want to go next? You want me to go next? <laughs> you go next. Me? All right. If, you, if you're ready. Uh, you don't have I mean, to. I was All ready right. enough. I just want to get through it. All right, okay. Jeffrey. Three, two, yeah. one, go. Um. Uh, when a that's a good start marine <laughs> hazing ritual oh, goes bad, a softball playing <laughs> I like it already. jag. Uh, nobody knows what jag is. Softball playing navy os- osifer <laughs> officer engages a colonel. In a battle of wills and battle of wits. Man. Dang. How's that? That's that right. That's, that's, a, that's a man seconds. who that's knows pretty that good. movie backwards <laughs> yeah. and forwards is what that was. Whew. I think Brad should go last. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brad's a little worried about okay. it. Right I'm not worried about it. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you go right. Yeah, I will. All right. Right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Um, poetry in motion right yeah, now. see it. Go. A young... Hotshot naval lawyer finds finds himself taking on a case where he has to face the system in which he works and tries to find the truth 
about a horrible situation with two young lives in jeopardy. Man, man, that last little phrase saved it. Yeah, it was, it was going bad. <laughs> you were like, you don't it was like Carolina minute. Reaper yeah. came down to Cayenne <laughs> and then right oh, back up. That's you dope. saved it. <laughs> nice job. Right, what if I don't get it in a minute? What happens? Then, oh, you will get it in a minute. If I don't, then you can't drink. Then you have to eat one of those uh, peppers on the wall. <laughs> Giant pepper. All right, Brad. All right. So um, if you're listening, one might want to turn your volumes all the way up because this is going to be uh, <laughs> one for the book. spicy. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. 1A. Lawyer defends two Marines who were tasked with a job that they thought... They were given a mission (laughs) that they thought... Man, hold on. 35 seconds. I'm going to (laughs) backtrack. When two Marines were given a... Um, where two Marines are defended from a lawyer. I think I'm given an order. <laughs> given an order. How about that? No. Twenty seconds. No. Twenty seconds. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think it was the it was the pressure of a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Ten no, seconds. This one I just don't. I just don't have anything for. That's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait out the time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys, do you vote on them or is, is there any finality so, to that? All so right. he just started doing 60 seconds last episode. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Puts a little pressure on Man, him. I can't, I really can't do it. Pressure. Then I uh, would usually just read I the like your IMDb. Idea. Oh yeah, let's hear the, let's line, hear the real yeah. one. Um, military lawyer, Lieutenant Daniel Caffey defends Marines accused of murder. They <laughs> contend they were acting under orders. Hey, that's kind of uh, that's kind of what I was trying to say. That was like a jalapeno. <laughs> they were def- that was they very were general. Their, yeah. yeah, God, that was very. So I what's think, the what's the background of the pepper on the wall there? Like why is why is that the scale that we use? What's the background? We wanted to. We were really in the spicy peppers, mm-hmm. and uh, we really just wanted to basically make a a because we ha- we were starting to have these conversations about what's the world's hottest pepper. And for yeah. a long time, it was Carolina Reaper was mm-hmm. like above and beyond. Yeah. Well, the story behind that was the, there's a guy, I think it was like a farm in Virginia or something, mm-hmm. and I'm probably misquoting this, but he had, like for years, he had the Carolina Reaper. Yeah. And that was the hottest pepper in the world. And then a few years, a couple years after that, there was a company in Russia who made a pepper that was hotter than his Carolina Reaper. And so it was like a gauntlet. Well, it turns out this farmer already had a pepper that was like substantially more hot than... And he uh, was just sandbagging or what? Oh, that's amazing. Just waiting for somebody to challenge him. And then he like... That feels like a documentary. The day that it came out, he came out with what they called the the Pepper X. And so (sighs) we threw our... You know, we... we're all kind of into the whole, yeah. you know, Elon Musk, SpaceX yeah. type deal. So Spice we X. decided to throw our own deal on Perfect. it. And that's, that's like perfection. So the top the one Spice is a X. pepper that you guys kind of made up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the top one doesn't. But it has it. roots in reality. <laughs> but, the, but the whole pepper came from the idea of just when the name The Spicy Boys came up. Yeah. So I think, 
I don't even remember how we came up with the scale at first. We just we started rating movies. We discussed. We that? decided we were going to rate the just movies. Needed some then, criteria to apply to them. Yeah. Right? yeah. And yeah. if it was going to be the Spicy Boys podcast, you yeah. definitely got to you know you got to rate it on the heat scale, yeah. which mm-hmm. all the the BT. Yeah. Scovilles. Or, or Scovilles, or, not the BTUs. Scoville. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Scoville heat <laughs> units. But yeah, so. Cool. Should we take this opportunity to crack open another? Yeah. yeah. So let's do this. Uh, do, do you guys want to pick one, or should I just? Well, no, you go ahead. One that's closest us. to me. It's that yellow can there. You got it. So, like I said, I didn't find anything that had a super intense tie-in that just jumped off the shelf as being in a few good men beer. So I just grabbed four that were loosely tied in. Okay. And this is legal draft. I think you guys have already done a legal draft, though I didn't we listen did. to that episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, I think we did. Let me see. That was. Um, uh, I think we did accused. Accused, okay. yeah. and that cool. was for um, another. Right, thing, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is just a blonde lager, I think, is what it is. Yeah. They're based up in Dallas, I want to say. I don't even know exactly the whole story with their legal tie-in, but um, all of their um, beers are legal themed, which I think is great. Hold on, Jody, real quick. Um, we like to in- engage our audience oh, a little bit. Of course, we do. And uh, say, <laughs> say, so, hey. So all you it's like, where is it? <laughs> so, so you're gonna say the words, and then he's gonna he, he, crack, oh, it, okay. crack it, so crack it in front of, in the, front mic of the mic. Real. Got it. So if you're listening along, it's like you guys know what long you're doing. hard day of work, and you're you're chilling at home, you want to crack a cold one with the spicy boys. Why don't you go ahead and pop that top for us, Jody? Oh wow! Ooh, oh boy! Oh! <laughs> 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 well, we only we only have to do that once, but we like to do it just yeah. to nice. involve our. Since we have a, a uh, we have a good amount of of, of uh, variety here, so perfect. Yeah. So I brought a couple little tasting glasses. So we're just gonna do a bottle. Oh boy, this is definitely like maybe infected. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> no, this might be this might be infected. Oh gosh. So, so for got, listeners at home, I <laughs> we, we, we got a little bit of a foam situation. Yeah. Well, I got an extra right foam, now. and I poured some all over my pants. Is it is it is it because it's too warm? Or don't worry, it's happened many times in here. Uh, yep, I don't know. So this is uh, all I got a rug. Legal, legal draft, legal is the draft. Name of the brewery. We'll see if it settles out here, fellas. It's a, a blonde ale, correct? Yeah, blonde lager, I believe. Blonde lager, okay. I have a little tasting room here. Oh, man. Yeah, I just brought some of my little tasting cups from home. So don't so, feel like you got to finish you. any of these. Oh, we will. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry for the That's not last time. Oh, no, no worries. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to keep this close by. This towel yeah. is <laughs> right there. Again. Okay. All right. So we got legal legal blonde lager, legal draft from Arlington, quite carbonated. Texas. No wonder it wow. exploded everywhere. No kidding. That, that has Woo. That has some effervescence to it. It does. Spell effervescence. E-F-F-E-R-V-E-F-F-E-F-F-E-F-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-F-E-
Rob, Rob Reiner, Reiner of which Spinal Tap fame. I Spinal just Tap? recently, uh, yeah, because uh, he's been in a lot of just kind of like comedy shows. Yeah, and, actor. Yeah, an yeah. actor. Uh-huh. Then uh, so he yeah, Spinal Tap eighty four, Stand by Me eighty six, Princess Bride eighty seven, uh, Harry Met Salary eighty nine, Misery ninety. What what a run! Mm-hmm. And then this in ninety two. Uh, that's right. That's Rob Reiner. And then North American President goes to Mississippi and a bunch of crap after that. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, he's done. A t- I mean, that dude tons of shit. Pumps out work for sure, like crazy. Yeah, one of the things that I found interesting well, that I learned today was that you know the scene where he has the typewriter in the office. Yeah, there's a there's a misery book sitting next. Really, to it. yeah, brilliant. Uh, nod to his own movie. Oh man, I never. <laughs> I love that. when directors like do that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, cast wise, I mean, it's pretty stacked. Yeah, I mean, they have Tom Cruise. There you go. Who? All right. Never heard of him. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with Tom Cruise in this movie. <laughs> You're getting right to the bones, huh? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, it's not Wait. anything that he did wrong. The performance you, is great. Hey, Tom, if you're listening, Ryan has a bone to pick with you. <laughs> yeah. No, so here's what I found this funny. So he's we- in the movie, he's wearing a, a Boston Red Sox hat whenever he's playing softball, right? Okay. I don't know if you guys remember a little movie remember. called War of the Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Steven Spielberg yeah. is wearing a Yankees hat in that movie. Oh. Which one are you, Tom? <laughs> You a Yankees fan or are you a Red Sox fan? I think the reason is because he's Tom Cruise. That's true. He probably doesn't. <laughs> he goes where the paychecks go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All that Scientology. But, uh, have you ever heard that story needs. about um, oh, Gone Girl? So Ben Affleck was mm-hmm. in Gone Girl, and uh, there was a there was a scene at the airport, and Fincher wanted uh, wanted Affleck to wear a Yankees cap because the color fit the scene. And Affleck held up production for four days because he no. wanted to wear the hat. Four days? Yeah. That's amazing. And then... Sounds like an Affleck move. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, A-list status right there. Yeah, money. You can do whatever you right? want. You know, they probably lost like a couple million dollars crazy. because of that. Who, but who hat. finally gave in? Uh, Fincher did. He was really pissed off about it. I Apparently, blame like, him. In every interview where they ask him about it, he goes, I don't want to talk about this. And he just goes <laughs> I can understand that. There's some stuff that when somebody brings it up, I just, I'm like, I don't, yeah. honestly, I'm going to get all fired up and I don't want to do that. Oh, so let's totally. just not talk about it. Yeah. For sure. All right. You guys want to rate this thing or you want to yeah. do a wire bearer first? No, let's do. Uh... Ryan, what do you want to do first? Let's do, let's do this beer real quick and then we'll do the wire bearer. Legal? Mm-hmm. Legal drafts, blonde lager. I'm going to give it a uh, 7 out of 10. Naga Vapa. Viper. Naga, <laughs> Naga. Viper. Naga. <laughs> Naga. I'm with you on that one. For the blonde. It's crispy. I like it. What about you, Ryan? I think it's got a really clean finish. I actually really like it. I'm going to give it a Trinidad Scorpion. Ooh. Sorry guys, this is a Serrano for me. <laughs> I love, I love where this is going. I do too. Yeah. Um, so not, we've not had some fan of no, it. Over carbs, maybe slight. slightly infected. It might not be the freshest can either. Mm. So that's on me for bringing an old can. So my no, apologies, no, no. guys. So um, I rewatched the movie again today. Uh, I found an amazing stream. It's free online. You guys can find it. Um, just. Be warned by the pop-ups. <laughs> oh, don't, don't click I, those. What? Don't click Wait, those. Jeff, I told you not to start. We, got, we can't do that, man. 
do what? We're hurting our own industry. If he we're paid for it. it. <laughs> he, pay, he paid for it. Uh. Okay, you're telling me you. Have I bought. Not, how about this? I bought not, it on iTunes because my Blu-ray of it wouldn't work. <laughs> so my seventeen dollars <laughs> more than covers the movie that. right now. The we, movie's right. so nice. He bought it twice. Jeff. Yeah. Totally. Did you buy the movie? Yeah, bought it. Of course we did. Well, I you mean, always buy it. You always buy it. I bought it on Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of Amazon rentals. I'll be honest. A lot. Oh yeah, yeah, quite a bit. I tried to. Did they have it on there? Yes. Huh. Pretty they did. Sh- uh, just broke down. And I didn't it. rent it on there this time, but I thought I saw it. <laughs> it was on like uh, I, I saw like six on, or seven yeah. of them. Yeah. I use yeah. like a, I insert use like Amazon a, commercial yeah. here. I I'm guess. Pretty sure huh? it was. Um, we are they fun in this thing? Are they way too this? many commercials for other people. <laughs> we've had to stop plugging companies. Uh, yeah, we plugged. They're not paying us. Um, yeah, they were gonna pay us. We skipped. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I, I watched the movie, and it's funny. Like this is uh, a movie that's very, um, I guess, recently has been very close to me because I, I watch like screenwriting, uh, um, like videos online, and this is probably the most. Uh, um, what do you mean screenwriting videos? What does that mean? Uh, uh, just uh, art of sc- like uh, uh, screenwriting and uh, and. Um, uh, screenwriter pro- uh, professionals who um, like just talking about their craft. Yeah, oh, that's cool. and this is like the, probably the 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 movie that they all kind of gravitate to as far oh. as having a very clean like structure. Yeah, um, you know the setup's quick. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Then uh, um, act two and like the the point of no return, and all this stuff. But um, so even before we picked this, like this is kind yeah. of the movie that was kind of oh interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, there's a um, so the, uh, I like to talk about the setup because the setup is so. Um, so I, I haven't seen this movie maybe I don't know like in years. Then I watched it again and just the the introduction to the the hero or the protagonist. Yeah, it's the best. It's right? the best. Yeah. It's like I cannot hate this guy. This guy, this guy knows what he's talking about and he's being so badass <laughs> totally. about it. <laughs> it's a dime bag of oregano, Kirby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny story. <laughs> And I felt like that setup of uh, uh, th- that setup to a character kind of made me just want to okay I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say words. gonna like this guy yeah totally and, and where this goes because like, I mean you you kind of empathize because okay the guy just, who's just smoking oregano so yeah. one you, you like the lawyer because he's kind of well the guy didn't smoke weed so what do you want me to do exactly but also too like he's like very like clearly quick uh, yeah intelligent quick witted but he also has that streak of like. And, and and Demi Moore's character Joe Galloway nails it in one of the later scenes when when she goes out to the baseball yeah. diamond I think when she says um, I'm paraphrasing here but she's basically if you just want to um, spend your two years in the JAG court you can graduate and go get a real job then that's yeah. fine I won't tell anybody mm. um, but you know I'm not doing my job unless yeah. you're doing your job that whole speech that she gives which I think is great because she yeah. basically calls him to the mat for like hey listen if you don't give a shit and you're just biding your time because this is what your dad you know your dad would have wanted you to, d- yeah. to be a a jag lawyer then that's fine go do your shit but you know she basically stands up for the fact that um she didn't think that 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 would be the right way to handle these yeah these guys accused which i thought was great she she knew there's a more human element yeah to it than, for sure. than his games that he was playing yeah and that's what makes that line at the end so nice which one the uh, the, the big line no not the no. big line it's the line where <laughs> i think tom cruise says it i might be wrong though where Crystal? he says you don't have to wear a patch on your arm to, to have, have honor. honor. Yeah, God, I love that yeah. line. It gave me chills. It's yeah. so cheesy, but at the same time, I was like, <laughs> "But it's Sorkin, so right. it's like it still gets you." <laughs> yeah, totally. It's fine. Like <laughs> officer on deck, <laughs> <laughs> like watching that movie after 
um, uh, I've seen a, a you know a bunch of Sorkin films, mm-hmm. and watching this again, like it's very consistent. Um, there are themes ri- throughout all his work. Is that what you're saying? I mean, his his writing is very consistent as far as pacing. Even yeah. though this is like his first major one, yeah. And mm-hmm. after I've watched you know Social Network mm-hmm. and and and, and uh, you know West Wing and uh, Newsroom, then watching this again, it's like it's. Mm, Totally. This, it's the exact the same pacing. It's amazing. It's, it's great. Yeah. And he did this as his first his first thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It was his was his first feature film. Um, but um, he, it was so he wrote the movie when he was twenty eight. That's awesome. And they were saying that his like that three years that he spent in between those the play and the movie was he was he was basically like I went through a grad school education of yeah. like writing on TV shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So he he had that like knowledge yeah. set to know how to do like he yeah. it was like like everybody loved him for the broadway play yeah. but now he had the tools to make to be able to do this amazing there was some yeah. script doctor action did you guys see this in your did anybody see that online <laughs> no can i toss this in there is that go right? ahead yeah um, so while you do that yeah, maybe ahead. we should let's, break yeah, this into uh, up and a couple cool. more beers we're on we're, cl- we're closing on an act two so we should open another yeah. beer. <laughs> got an uncredited rewrite from william goldman Known for Butch Cassidy, All the President's Men, Princess Bride. He also did uncredited script doctor work for Twins, Indecent Proposal, Lost Action Hero, most of which were aid work at Castle Rock. Huh. Yeah. So he must have been Rob Reiner's His guy. close buddy. Yeah, yeah for sure. And uh, uh, did you notice that uh, Christopher Guest made that small appearance in the movie? Christopher. Oh, the, I, yeah. the cameos in this yeah. movie are the best. <laughs> Cuba Getting Junior. This is one of my questions. Yeah. Oh All right. My God, so best Cuba. cameo, right? Best cameo. Oh, Here's man. the list. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to crack this open while you do that. Go for it, man. Cooper Gooding Jr., Noah Wiley, Aaron Sorkin himself. Wait, wh- yes, did he show up? Yes. Yeah, like- and then Christopher Guest. That was my list of, you got to choose one. So he is, remember when it's um, it's a bar scene when he's saying, you'll spend the next 12 months going blind on paperwork. Yep. Call me back 20 minutes and said, let's make a deal. Yeah. That's Aaron Sorkin. Oh, yeah, I didn't right? know that. Yeah, That's cameo is his own thing. So who's the best cameo? To me, it was Christopher Guest. I think it was awesome. So That's the only one I know. Yeah, but Cuba. Also, I'm gonna say Aaron Sorkin. Though, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah he's right. I mean, totally. I didn't notice that. I like Noah Wiley's character. Uh, I liked Cuba's too, but uh, but Noah Wiley, I liked him. He was like the very straight and narrow. That was the, that was when he had that cross about. You tell me in the three years you've been on the base, you never had a meal. No, sir. Sque- three squares a day. Three sir? squares a day. <laughs> if it's not in the manual, how do you know where the mess hall is? <laughs> <laughs> so next up, I got Brazos Valley. Love these guys. They're in Conroe, Texas, I believe. Hmm. We've this had a few their, uh, Braz- I mean, yeah. BVBs. These guys are doing some really yeah. good stuff. Yeah. I like their stuff quite a bit. What else have we had from them? Is there one we've had on a podcast? Killing Time? Is it Brazos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing yeah, Time. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Blondale. Yeah. 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 That's well, which movie was that for? Do you remember? Uh, seven. Nice. I was oh, gonna it's say, mine. Killing <laughs> yeah, Time. That's your movie, Brad. Yes. <laughs> All Killing right. Time's a good name. So This is uh, The Lefty. This is like a rotating... Um, series they do it's called b-sides and rarities which i think is pretty clever that is really cool. can looks yeah. pretty cool yeah B-sides exactly looks really cool yeah so i chose this one oh, i didn't tell you why i chose each of the beers too lefty because tom cruise is left-handed again <laughs> yeah. i was stretching i love the straight no, to the good. point <laughs> yes <laughs> well the fact that it. you know that shows your knowledge well i had to look it up i had to look it up oh, did you? <laughs> I, I, I bet this i was like 70 percent sure and then i had to look it up to verify so uh, i'll take a little bit of credit uh so this is an el dorado hop hazy ipa they call it so fairly Hazy. Not sure exactly. They oh, don't man. can date the bottom of their cans. I wish they did. Get on that, Brazos, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Step up your game. But El Dorado, I get like a lot of 
grapefruit and like lemon peel, lemon curd sort of thing from mm. it. It's from Eldorado hops. Pretty, it's, it's a pretty citrusy IPA, mm-hmm. but it's also a very, very smooth IPA. It is. It tastes like light. It's not, it's light, it's not yeah. front forward at all. No, nor is it really sweet. I find no. it. It tastes light IPAs to me. Sweet. All right. All right. I'm going to go first for this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, man, I'm hovering in Naga Viper right now. Up like, so I'm gonna yeah I'm I'm gonna do Naga Viper. That's like going 55 and third gear on the freeway, <laughs> <laughs> cruising, just cruising right cruising. now. <laughs> we have some more of that. Immediately, I immediately went to Habanero for this one. Yeah, yeah, not really? your thing as much, huh? I like. He likes. It. He likes. Like a bite. Yeah, you like bold. Um, well, yeah, cool. pretty much. Kicking the glass. You're, you're, like, like, this, you're yeah. like this last one I brought then. Okay, Ryan. Uh, I'm gonna give it a ghost pepper. I like it. I think it's pretty smooth. I mean, you don't see a lot of smooth IPAs like yeah. that, and I, I think it would be like a good day drinking. Yeah, game. yeah, like it, don't love it, sort of thing. Uh, I think I'm a Trinidad Scorpion on this. I think that's Ooh. an eight, right? I like it, yeah, for sure. I, I think these guys are making some better IPAs, but this one's solid. I could drink a six pack of this. Yeah, which I can't say about all beers, but I like this one, and I like the Brazos guys. They're doing some good stuff. Again, that is Lefty. It's like a rotating Peace. IPA series. Uh, Lefty Eldorado Hop Hazy IPA. I love it whenever uh, beer companies do stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Their B-sides and rarities yeah. and everything. Gives gives you this like, you know, this this more homemade feel. Totally. Which, you know, craft craft beer making, indie filmmaking. I think that goes pretty hand in hand. Oh, hell yeah. It does. I think it does. I'm on a big sour kick right now. Awesome. And that's yeah. what I'm like really trying to like that well, I mean, hone in on. All right. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been out to Jester King or anything yet, but nice. that's like my next thing. You need to. So. All right. Well, uh, we'll we'll dangle that carrot if you guys want to invite me back at some point. There you right. go. Some yeah. good <laughs> sours from my cellar that I've been sitting on for a little bit. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah. You guys have the the my favorite Jester King beer. Yeah. We talked about it last yeah. time. The Ru Fifty Five. Oh my god, that's so good. It is good. Well, so again, what was so we had? You, you remember when we were there on Friday? You had a sample two beers. Yeah. What was the second one you gave us? Was that, that the was stout. Like, I think yeah. so, yeah. The second one was it was the artisan. The it was a stout. Oh, prairie. Was yeah. it imperial stout? Is that what it was? Prairie. Yeah, yeah. It tasted like that. It's very, it tasted sweet. It was. Or are you talking about the tea one? The tea one. Oh, the tea oh, one. That oh, was that. Yeah, that was a, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah what it, so what was uh, that again? That was Fairweather Cider. So those guys are brand new here. They've been open like yes, less than a year. Do you know where Fourth Tap is in North Central Austin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They right are in that same um, building. So okay. was it considered nice. a cider? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. this one was actually a mead base, so honey base. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. yeah. So a mead base. So basically, the fermentable is fermentable sugar is honey instead of grapes in the case of wine or yeah. barley in the case of beer. Um, and they added yaupon teas. Is that how you pronounce it? Sure. Anybody? Yeah, Fact checkers. Yaupon. Yeah, that seems that right? right. So apparently, it grows wild here in Central Texas, mm-hmm. and it's an invasive species. It's kind of like the holly plant. Okay. Again, apparently these are all things I've been told, so I'm just reciting <laughs> them blindly. Um, it tastes like oolong tea. It though. did. It had like a really that? green yeah, tea like sort of. It was a really wild. You're right. That I was actually a liked crazy it. Thing. I mean, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a pretty solid, you know, drink. Yeah. So yeah, something totally different. It was, it was low ABV. It was like 4.6 yeah. or something. Yeah, that's what surprised me. I know, so. It was super it light. Good. It was a really unique thing. Yeah. So they just released it last week, I think, for the first time. So I just had a canpel. We call it can sample. Do you, so I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring this back to the film. Do you guys have, other than the last scene, do you guys have a favorite scene in a foot in a movie? Mm, I don't Great think I can beat the last scene. Man. I really can't. Yeah. I, I mean that is I have the a few lines. That's, that's one of mine in here too. Vote yeah. on your favorite scene. That's not the final courtroom scene. There you go. Um, I can throw out some options if you guys want to choose from, unless you just want to choose them. 
Now, we'll see if... I'm going to probably... Yeah. Other than that? Let's hear what yours are. The, the ones that I wrote down are Danny and Joe go to Cuba. Yep. Right? So, how's your yeah. dad, Danny? He died seven <laughs> years ago. Don't I feel like the fucking asshole? <laughs> right? uh, I eat breakfast 300 yards and 4,000 Cubans. That whole scene. <laughs> uh, great line, by the way. Uh, the intro of Jessup with Markinson and Kendrick where they decide to train young Santiago. Right? So, the first introduction yeah, of uh-huh. Jessup. Apparently, he's only in four scenes in this That's whole That's what film. I was going to say. Jack Nicholson is... Yeah. Uh, He's insane. We I want to know, about him like, yet. how many? I mean, as far as like, like, literally, how how many minutes was he in this film? Yeah, it's almost like Alec Baldwin and uh, what he get these best supporting for? Uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Glenn, oh, yeah. uh, the Bacon, <laughs> Kevin Bacon. There's another. We're gonna call him a cameo because he's a fucking. He's Best in scene. It. He's in it. Yeah. Best yeah. scene. Kevin Bacon playing basketball. Tank top basketball. Yeah. That's on there, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That reminds me of yeah. uh, in the air up there when he played basketball. In this. Oh totally. my yeah. And then the bar scene with Caffey and Ross. Yeah. Take a sip. You're a lousy fucking soft play- softball player, Jack. Uh, and then Caffey coming home drunk, which is also a classic. That is scene, pretty good. Right? That whole monologue. Yes. The game show. Yes. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, yeah. The whole thing. That was, so that those, that's the ones I wrote down as yeah. some of the best ones. Yeah, probably think? when he's yeah when he came home drunk would feel like that was oh, your, it's that's a, your vote. It's over. Like it's over. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna lose. What I do think, think, Brad. I'm gonna oh, say go basketball. Ahead, yeah. The basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. are you are you drunk? Pretty much. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I thought I'd drink I, since we're out of witnesses. Yeah. I do like the scene where they both go to Cuba, though. Yeah. Just throw that in there. Just. To, I think just that's my favorite different. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that scene. Uh, yeah, the the Cuba scene where he shows uh, up in the white suit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like, you gotta put this camo jacket on <laughs> to see anybody in white. They're gonna try to shoot you. I think that's the scene where he realized, um, I'm the, this is, I'm not a, I'm not asking for a plea bargain anymore. Like I'm gonna try to really, yeah, you know, punch this guy in the face. Yeah, because when he asked, like, oh, do you have the uh, transfer? The transfer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was where he went from you being... You gotta ask me nicely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's where kind of the movie kind of went from the point of, you know, okay, it's an entirely different um, lawyer. Yeah. With. Yeah. Totally. And the, and the interplay between um, Kathy and Joe Galloway, because she's mm-hmm. trying to do actual investigative work, because yeah. that's her job, right? She's internal affairs. So she's trying to, like, investigate, and he kind of yeah. has the same blase sort of attitude that he kind of always does. Yeah. Um, so just the interplay of those two things, and then... Um, you know, he said, "I just realized she outranks you, doesn't she, Danny?" And he has that whole speech. Oh my god, which is absurd. That has not so aged particularly well. Cringe. That speech, but in the in the context of the movie, yeah. it's uh, it has it has a place, I think, uh, particularly to set up Jack's character. Yeah. Um, what you got there, Ryan? Uh, next, next we're one up a North by Northwest Ooh. Irish Red L, the Red Zeppelin. Yeah. I had, to, I had to bring an amber ale or a red ale because of code red. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're, actually you're three for it. three right now. <laughs> did, did you order that code red? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> this is North by Northwest. These are, when we were talking earlier about one of the older brew pubs, these guys have been around for 15 years, 20 years, Davis Tucker, and uh, they've got a couple pubs here in town, and they just started canning their beers for the first time. Uh, God, three months ago, something like that, yeah. which is exciting. After like 15, 20 years of operating, they just started canning. So I've, I've had their, I've had this, on tap i'm excited to try it in the can yeah, the red zeppelin like they call it irish red ale um i did make a joke on the way over here i texted that uh somebody should have grabbed some mountain dew code red <laughs> yeah you text me that that's awesome <laughs> i like that cheers you guys okay so it's kind of like an amber 
caramel, slightly light brown color, I would say. This is the kind of beer that I really, really enjoy. I'm going to give so, this Trinidad Scorpion. I like that. I like Coming it. right out of it. This yeah. always reminds me of like fall, you know? Yes, like you exactly. can drink this with a fire. Sitting by the fire, a little bit of marshmallow action, some smoke. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel like I'm sitting in a pub Oof, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Red some caramel, one. some molasses almost. Mm-hmm. That's a Trinidad for me. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. give it a Trinidad also. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. I like this. Uh, uh, we're like, just keep on going. Movie, Gr- beer, movie, beer, movie, beer. Yeah. <laughs> we're just it's rapid so fire. Jump out there and call it a Carolina Reaper. All right. Boom. All right. Like we're really getting up like there. there we go. I mean, this is this is like my wheelhouse. Though. Yeah. Oh, you know, we're getting up to like, we're getting closer and closer to the courtroom. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Things are building. Yeah. Um, can I ask a question? Yeah. yeah. What do you guys yeah. think about the fact that there's no love interest between Joe Galloway and... Kathy. Do you I guys was, like that about this movie? Do you I, hate that about this movie? I like that. I, like I it. love it. Did you Me hear what too. Sorkin yeah. said about it? No. So he, he said it's the worst experience he's ever had from an really? executive of his entire life huh. because an executive came to him and it was an unnamed executive, but the okay. executive said, why would Joe, why would Joe be a woman if they weren't going to sleep together? <laughs> And the things you could say in the nineties, right? Whoa, right? Jesus. Say, man. And Same. then Sorkin said, well, not every woman wants to sleep with Tom Cruise. <laughs> what Tom Cruise, which say? may or may not <laughs> be the case. <laughs> what did Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise was funny. like, let me He's prove like, you. Uh, wrong. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I love it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, with you. No, but he, he said like, apparently Sorkin, you know, he, he went by way of Broadway to Hollywood mm-hmm. and a lot of brought like theater writers have always had horrible experiences mm-hmm. in the cinema in Hollywood, but he apparently has had like nothing but like great things to say about the, I business. think it really would have changed the whole trajectory of the film. Not yeah. in a good way. If they had actually had some sort of love interest, right? Cause it would have taken yeah. away from the whole arc yeah, the whole plot. Well, right? the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing about like Tom Cruise's role in that movie. It was like the first time that we were seeing seeing him like not driving fast cars and flying mm-hmm. airplanes and like getting point. the girl. Like, yeah, it was like, all right, this is like this is Tom Cruise. He's like he's legitimately a where good he actor. was in Watch his him. career. You know, like, perfect. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm trying to think of another movie where he doesn't get the girl. <laughs> yeah, let me give his Magnolia. his couple little before movies and his after movies, and then I want to hear Brad talk about Tom Cruise a little bit. Eighty six <laughs> Top Gun and Color of Money. Oh, Eighty eight Cocktail and Rain Man. Nineteen eighty nine Born on the Fourth. Nineteen ninety Days of Thunder, which is a fucking great. Movie. Yeah, thank so you. Good. Such thank a fun you. movie. Okay. Ninety two Both Far and Away and A Few Good Men. Ninety three The Firm. Ninety four Interview. Ninety six yep. Mission Impossible and Jerry Maguire. So this A Few Good Men's right right in the center of that. So let's hear some. Tom Cruise thoughts in terms of <laughs> just w- tell me about his performance in this movie oh in where the movie you, yeah yeah in this particular movie but also where he was in his his arc as an actor at this time oh man I mean this is pretty well I think it's a little different I think his his, his acting career has definitely evolved over the years um, going from like the action stuff like Top Gun and all that but I have a f- in terms of my ranking my favorite this is, I mean, performance-wise, this is probably in my top three, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What other ones um, do you like him as much as this? Performance-wise, like I'm a big, uh, I'm a big fan of Interview with a Vampire, okay. right? Yeah. But I'm a die-hard Top Gun fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the year I was born. So there's, there's some, awesome. some, yeah. Feel um, it. Uh, and then after that, it's like, like more recent stuff. Like I'm a big fan of Oblivion, which some which people one hate. Is that again? Oblivion's. Um, oh, that was where. 
uh, it was like a they had a post a future yeah he and it was, was yeah and there was a exactly. woman and he was the spaceship captain dude right mm-hmm. that, yeah well, that, yeah kind of, okay and it's like I enjoyed that quite yeah. a bit um, I'm trying to think in terms of because I was talking to Jeff like what was his like for me like what was the worst movie he's ever made mm. and I'd have to say probably the new 2017 um, the Mummy movie <laughs> that's, um, I don't know what you're talking the, about which should tell me everything I need to know about <laughs> how bad that was but that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will watch any Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, I could not watch that one. Wow. So not yeah, that. you excited for the new MI then? Oh yeah, it's coming out in a week or two. I'm still in Jeff. That feels like my James Bond. Like when yeah. James Bond's not uh, yeah. available, that's like the. the I'm excited to see void. Tom Hardy as James Bond. By the yeah. way, yeah, I heard about that. Is that yeah, official? Yeah. I think it's getting. It's I think uh, it might be. I don't know if it's. Dang. I think it's more than a rumor now. Is it? Yeah. Okay. My wife's a huge Tom Hardy. Uh, who isn't? Who isn't? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he had the story where he fucking tackled the dude who was trying to steal the moped or whatever. I forget yeah. the details you guys may remember. <laughs> he, he's a, he's he's a big awesome. dog guy, too, apparently. Is he? He's like a huge supporter of like pit the bulls. Best. And stuff. I, did you guys watch that taboo time. show? Yes. I really enjoyed that. I couldn't understand intense. what the fuck was happening half the time. <laughs> did you watch Peaky Blinders? M- Melissa's watching that, but I haven't gotten into it yet. Ooh, man. That's good, good stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm, um, uh, man, I'm just like now I'm keep thinking about all the movies because now I'm like ranking move, Tom well, Cruise movies differently because now well, like I only grabbed a decade here because there's still little, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, there's still um, I'm a well, Mission Impossible. The original yeah. Mission the original Impossible MI was, like, was mind blowing. Mind blowing. Remember that? Yeah, I'm and, a and then, um, risky business. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't really know that. I'm like <laughs> doubt myself. Right? Was, In Days that, of Thunder, cold trickle. <laughs> so, so, so me out of the cock. <laughs> so Jody, have yeah. you seen Magnolia? <laughs> You know, I've never seen Magnolia, nor have I seen Eyes Wide Shut. Okay. If I, I want to get into a really depraved six yeah. hours of my life, I should watch yeah. it back to back. Yeah. I'm uh, Eyes Wide Shut's but, great. Oh, it, uh, they're both great movies, but Tom Cruise's performance in Magnolia is far and above is it? my okay. favorite. It is just so out there. Yeah. Like nothing he's done cool. before. All right. Did he deserve an Oscar for it? I think he did. Has he ever won an Oscar? No, no. Not that I know but I think he got nominated that year, right? I've got. I mean, Nick Cage I've got, got the list of nominations of of this film. Are oh, we yeah? done talking about Cruz? Yeah, for, for the time being. You want being. us to be? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Was no. he nominated yeah, for a best actor? Yeah, yeah, uh, we, yeah we need best yeah. picture we support. Uh, best picture. These are just the nominations. My crack is out of one open. Oh, yeah, let's get, let's get going on that. Yeah, supporting Nicholson, editing Robert Layton, sound mixing, and it was the only best picture nominee that year not to win a single Academy Award. That is wild. That is wild. Yep. That's kind of like a, it's like a uh, Lord of the Rings snub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just compared a few good men to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so Sorkin um, got the screenplay idea from his sister's time with the JAG Corps. So he came from a family of attorneys. That's interesting. We got a Hefeweizen. Yeah, this up. is uh, Five Stones Brewing. They're, uh, they used to be in Cibolo. Now they're in New Braunfels. And really cool company. They've been around for maybe five years now. Make some really wild what we call adjunct Ooh. beers. So, you know, adjunct is something that's not one of the four main ingredients in beer. Barley hops, water, yeast. Mm-hmm. So adjuncts are like coffee or chocolate or really? hibiscus or whatever other stuff they put in there are adjuncts. So these guys are known for doing some really crazy adjunct beers. So this is a half half of Weizen, uh, fermented with pomegranate juice and conditioned with toasted coconut. Wow. 5.2%. Pompous Monkey is what it's called. Five Stones Brewing. Pompous Monkey. So... Um, we have two pompous monkeys in this movie. That's why I got this one. <laughs> four, both Jessup and four, four. Uh, and Caffey, Dan, hmm. Dan Caffey. Um, what about a 
uh, Sutherland's character. What was his name? Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, uh, Sutherland. He was Kirk. Uh, Captain Kirk. What was his name? Kirkland. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, no, that's no. Costco brand. Lieutenant Kendrick. Lieutenant Kendrick. Not not Kirkland. Because they thought Kendrick was the one who ordered the code. Well, he did, but he was given an order himself. Exactly. Yeah. It was a spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, Uh, Oh, we we've decided that we don't. We don't like, abide we by don't, the spoiler, yeah. spoiler alert. Unless it's a brand new movies. film. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Too. That's smart. Like, if you haven't seen If You Get Man by this point, then fuck yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. You don't deserve to see it. It's You're wasting your damn time. All right. So, Pompous Monkey by Five Stones. Fermented with pomegranate so, juice and conditioned yeah, with toasted coconut. So, like, we're in episode 27. I've been having yeah. a hard time I like rating beers lately because I feel like. Because this scale is like how I feel, right? About yeah. What, uh, and Hefs, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Hefs or Stouts. Those are the only two. Right. But so this, this is that's a, the age-old question is do you rate it according to how much you liked it or do you rate it according to how good of an example of that style it is? Uh, see, so far it's been how we like it, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. So that's, and that's what I'm trying to... biased for us. Yeah. Which I think over time I'm kind of changing, you know, the way I'm, I'm rating it. But um, for a like... For a, I mean, this is... I don't know. I really enjoy it. This is really good. Yeah? You want to go? For the pump is I'm, I'm still going to give this a Trinidad Scorpion. Nice. I, I would drink this. Yeah. I won't drink a half usually. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Yeah. I like it. Cool. It's pretty light. I concur. Turn another Trinidad. Yeah. Okay. It's another eight. I'm going to give it a Naga Viper. I like it. That's um, a seven. All right. I I think it's a really good half of bison. Not good enough like for you. It. Well, I just like a little, I like <laughs> a little more dryness <laughs> to it. Yeah. Know? I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm a habanero on this one. I think that's the middle of the middle of the thing. Uh, I like it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Are you, it's, are you it's a half fine? No, not really. Yeah, which is why. I mean, I don't mind them. Yeah. You know, and we have some great hefeweizens yeah. here. Live Oak. Live Oak. Like I love the Live second Oak. rated yeah. hefeweizen in the world. Mm. So it's tough to live up to that. Other breweries here locally are going to make a half. I mean, that's why I think I appreciate what Five Stones yeah. is doing, yeah. adding this other little uh, twist with some adjuncts in there. I think it's a pretty yeah. cool um, idea. So we had half a visor on uh, the um, Chinatown episode just recently. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so we've had one, two, three, four, five, five beers, and we're down to one. And I think we can start talking about the courtroom scene. Yeah. The that last would be scene. the time. Yeah. What do you want, Jeff? I have Are you actually literally? Responsibility than you can possibly fathom. Um. So is he not, the world is built with walls, and there's men. Is there he clear? Men them. <laughs> Who's gonna do it? You, you, Lieutenant Weinberg. <laughs> uh, Sam's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> do you, I was. Do uh, you see Kevin Bacon <laughs> in the background during that scene? <laughs> he's just like, oh, God. dude. He's like, <laughs> oh man. He's, he's in. Oh, like, oh no. We screwed up, you guys. <laughs> I read that they shot that scene every which way and he ran through it that monologue about a dozen times or however many just so they could shoot each of the other characters reactions to the monologue oh yeah like and apparently shots, he yeah. fucking went for it every time Nicholson every time. level every single time which yeah. is amazing in its own right right oh my god yeah they said it was sorkin said he was there for like that yeah. shooting time and he said that like they were worried because every like preparation scene that they yeah. were doing he was on like full volume and they <laughs> just were like so he's just gonna that's burn the stories you want to hear about Jack, oh right? exactly yeah it's like exactly. a testament to yeah, yeah. um it how totally professional is. and how 
Well, they, Amazing they, he is. They said he made $5 million for 10 days of shooting. <laughs> it's amazing. Jesus oh, my Christ. God. So, Jack, before and after, Batman is an 89, two yes. Jakes in 90, Man Trouble 92, Hoffa 92, Few Good Men, and then after that, Wolf, Crossing Guard, Blood and Wine, Evening Star. Mm. And I've never heard of a single one of those fucking films. Two and then, Jakes was the, uh, the sequel to Chinatown. Okay. We and just found then, that out, actually. Yeah. As Good Recently. As It Gets was 97. So I feel like there wasn't a lot happening in Jack Nicholson world. Yeah, and you know, I was actually surprised. After. I thought it was going to be a film there. I recognize he yeah. hasn't made a movie since 2010. Did you know that? What was that? Departed? No. Departed oh, was like 08 uh, or something. Bucket List? He was, it might have been. He was heartbroken so after that Heath Ledger Joker performance. He was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he just nice. decided to hang up his, his spurs for a little while. I actually, like, I watched, it, uh, actually watched uh, Easy Rider for the first time this I've never week. Seen so that you either. said Nicholson's in that young, hey. young Nicholson, Nicholson and uh, that's my high school Hopper, Hopper, right? Yeah, Peter, never seen that. Uh, Peter Fonda. That's my high school. Ah, you guys got what's, well, the, what's that like? Seventies? Was that like seventy seven? Oh, sixty seven. I don't even know what was, was going this, on. That came out the summer of the Manson family murders. Oh, jeez. That's my high school nickname, Easy Rider. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Manson. <laughs> That's what you're saying. I was like, <laughs> boy, this got dark. So, can you do that with your hand? No, no. That's <laughs> no. I need, I need, I need a real man to do this, Ryan. Real man. Oh yeah, we got that. Thanks. Two down there. Yeah. There you go. Do you, you go. have a bo- or do you have a better bottle opener there, Jody? No, I don't actually. I didn't. Totally forgot to bring one. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. Putting it in use. So we have these nice koozies that actually have yeah. bottle openers. On <laughs> I them. saw those coming in. Those are <laughs> yeah. uh, only four. So, so what do we got there, Ryan, for the last... Uh, this is the Austin Beer Works Wizardry Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout with chicory, vanilla, and maple syrup. I love so Austin Beer Works. it's not just Austin Beer Works. It's Austin Beer Works slash Witchcraft because that's our collaboration. Oh, no. oh, yes. I brought this as a little dessert treat. This has nothing to do with the movie. It's just delicious, and I wanted to share one with you guys. Thank you. So uh, back in the wintertime, myself and a couple employees went to Austin Beer Works and brewed a beer, an Imperial Stout, with Chance, who's their head brewer dude. Mm -hmm. And uh, we put it in two whiskey barrels, two Witherspoon whiskey barrels, and two port wine barrels. Wow. And aged it for about three or four months. And then we added chicory and vanilla and maple syrup. And it went into the barrels at like... I think eight and a half, nine percent came out of the barrels at like ten and a half. Jesus, <laughs> so it's a beast. It's a sipper. Um, but yeah, this is the first time we've done a collaboration beer. You're not technically supposed to do a collaboration beer. Why not? So if TABC is listening, uh, we didn't have anything <laughs> to do with this. But um, they basically don't let you put the name. You can't have collaboration between the tiers if you're familiar with the three tier system of alcohol uh, distribution okay. in the U.S. Yeah, so in Texas, you're not allowed to collaborate between the tiers. Other states Never do allow you to do that. So like when you go to Washington State, where I'm from. Bottle shops up there will have collaborations with local breweries all the time. No big deal. Wow. But you'll notice the name Witchcraft can't be on this bottle anywhere. And right. that's, that's why. That's cool. Uh, so you can do it just kind of informally. And we yeah. sold the beer and we, you know, hyped it up via our, our social media. Did, uh, did, so Wizardry. Um, that's, I guess that's to like, they're trying to fight against like vertical integration. and stuff Yeah, like that. that's exactly right. Um, so when did this come out? We released this in... Not April, but May, middle of May. So about okay. about six weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, it's drinking great right now. The thing I love Ooh, about this beer, that is yeah, delicious. yeah, I know, right? But it doesn't taste like ten and a half percent. No, it tastes doesn't. like it's about well, seven is it and, 10 and a half. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a beast. Uh, I mean, the thing I love about the Austin Beer Works guys is everything they do is just like so on point and. They just they just nail everything they do. Everything Fire from the Eagle's branding, like one of my favorites. Totally, so the you, branding, the the everything about it. Are you? I mean. 
Okay, you, you, you like their beer. So Fire yeah, Eagle was the yeah, first yeah. beer that got me into drinking. That's awesome. Craft beer. It was totally. the first year I was here. Mm-hmm. And I think I had it at Draft House. I was there watching. I don't yeah. remember what yeah. movie it was. Totally. You probably put down four without even thinking about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Their beers are so clean. They're easy drinking. Mm-hmm. They're dry. They they just are just so on point. And, uh, You're totally right about the clean. Like, mm-hmm. clean's a really, really oh, good yeah. way to explain totally. their beer. Totally is. Even their, their hoppy stuff is mm-hmm. just super clean, jumps off the palate, so you just want to keep drinking them. What's the, what's so. their, uh, Ooh, jumps what's off their all right. blood, work, <laughs> blood Work Orange yeah. IPA? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. good. Ooh, that's good stuff. Blood that's, Orange IPA. That's yeah. a good uh, been, movie tie-in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I started drinking their, uh, what's the new purple one? Da- their pale, is it a pale ale? Yeah, Flavor Country. Flavor Country. Mm-hmm. Start drinking that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, the Hefeweizen or the Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Heisenberg yeah. yeah, I like yep. that one. Those guys are great. So yeah, they we asked them if they would be willing to do a collaboration. This is delicious. Miraculously, oh, they said yes. So I know. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? This and so it's good. super clean, like with all those flavors going on in there. Not a single one of those flavors overpowers uh, the others. Mm-mm. Super well balanced. It's just, it's awesome. So the chicory and the maple syrup are like what kind of stand yeah. Out and you can a if you bit. think about it, you can taste them each in yeah. there, but neither is fighting fighting each other no in a way i guess it's i'm glad a, we had this uh a beer heavy episode because this is uh, it's pretty fun revelation yeah jody hey all right that sounds good um um what uh so as we wrap this up yeah um so if you could can you hear me i think my uh, my thing is, no you're good okay all right good um so you said it's the only Oscar nominated film that did not win anything that year. That year, yes. That was nominated for best film. Yes, surprising. Well, no, no. For, I wonder for anything. Won. I think. Let me go find my notes here. Um, um, it was the only best picture nominee that year not to win a single Academy Award in any yeah. category. Jeez. So, so Nicholson didn't win for supporting. You know. That is yeah. surprising. I'm not sure what won that year by any chance. So that was. Oh God, I need you. What year was that? Again? Sorry, ninety two. Ninety two. Um, I've got some casting what ifs. You want me to run through those? Yeah, yeah do go it. Ahead, do that. Jason Alexander as Lieutenant Weinberg. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. That actually, yeah, that would have right? worked. Yeah. I mean, Jodie Foster, Linda Hamilton, Michelle Pfeiffer, all considered for Joe Galloway. Do you I think, think anybody could have done it better than Demi? Uh, hey. Maybe Jodie Foster. Okay. Maybe. I don't think. Hey, uh, uh, you guys want to know who yeah, won maybe 92 not. for Best Actor? Yeah. Oh, my Best God. Best Actor? Yeah. Who? Yeah, Anthony Hopkins for Silence of, of the Lambs. Okay, oh, okay, okay. That <laughs> that's not even fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's I was pretty one. shocked. At, All right, sorry, Tom until Cruise. I found that out. <laughs> sorry, like, Tom well, Cruise. Uh, one day, maybe. One yeah. day. After seeing the play, Richard Dreyfuss wanted to play Jessup, and there were like, somebody seen was. That. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think Richard Dreyfuss. I think that was made for Jack. Uh, Tom Hanks for Kathy interesting right i I don't think some of it was like because i don't know what age tom hanks was then but yeah i mean how old was Cruz in this role let's think that was probably like 25 he was very young but that was part of it was like just out of law school yeah Yeah. part of it was yeah Yeah. that fresh face that kid kid with a dream Uh, oh one of the things that i heard was um the the way they originally pitched nicholson for the part was that like one of the office assistants was reading they were doing like a table read yeah and he did it in the Nicholson and just voice fucking nailed it and then Sorkin was like I didn't even realize it but I wrote that part for Nicholson that's awesome jeez like that's that's See? some like serendipity shit that like, uh, I want to run into fuck. one day Michael J Fox for Captain Ross that would have been kind of fun. Instead yeah. of bacon? <laughs> Jay Fox? The bacon. How about this? Willem Dafoe for Jessup. 
That would have been a completely different Very different, movie. right? Oh, I think so. Uh, I love this one. Yeah, I love this one. You ready for this? Yeah. I'm going to save this one for that one for last. Actually, here we go. Rowan Atkinson for Downey. That one's amazing, too. That would be it. Rowan uh, Atkinson. Yeah, Mr. Bean himself. Mr. Bean for Downey. Downey was one of the two Marines accused of murder. Yeah. Uh, Steve, that would have been weird, Steve though. Gutenberg for Markinson. <laughs> <laughs> right? That would have been a lot of fun. Great head of hair on him. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray for Kendrick. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, my God. Wouldn't that have been amazing? That would have been different, for sure. Different. Bill Murray for Jessup. Like I feel like the like yeah. I, I feel like if you if you chose the right amount of like off characters, you could just make this movie into a straight up like slapstick yes. comedy. You yes, know? You like are Gutenberg right. and Murray. You're the best, exact they same should, script. Uh, they should, yeah, Rowan uh, Atkinson. <laughs> <laughs> should do a satire of vegan men. Like, make sure Paul Shore is in it somehow. I don't it's know. It's waiting to oh, be written. <laughs> I think they did do it. It was called In the Army. Now. I was gonna say In the uh, Army. Now. Oh God! And, and, um, <laughs> and jury duty. <laughs> so I've got a semi-serious question. Does Demi's part as the sole female protagonist get written the same way today, twenty-five years later? Now, yeah. Does it get written the same way this year? I mean, literally now. Yes. Someone, if Aaron Sorkin was no. writing the script right now, would it if get it, written the same if it's, way? If yes. it's in today's climate, I don't. I think it would be different. No, no. I, okay, think, so, I think it's a very strong female character, mm-hmm. but I think with, with all of the stuff that's going on, especially in Hollywood and mm-hmm. everything right now, there would that's have question. to be something that would be like more <laughs> so of a fight. That's what know? I mean. Like, like, like right now. That's what I mean. Right now. Yeah, after right now, all, of, all so. of the Me Too movements happening, I say yes. I think it would be different. You think it would be written the same way? I think so. Ryan's saying it'd be more. So why, yeah, why, why so then? So Ryan's saying no, it would be written different. No, no. See, I'm... I'm I'm saying after the Me Too movement. So I'm saying yeah. after that, right now, this very second, not where um, the whole Me Too movement started. I'm saying like right after that, I feel like it would it would be written the same. I have a, I mean, just writing a female uh, uh, um, uh, a character not just for like a love interest mm-hmm. or lust. You know. So you're saying that Sorkin was ahead of his time, so to oh, speak. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yes. With regard yeah. to this think, character. No, I, I and I, I think that's true, but mm-hmm. I, I think I think if it was written today, I think So how would it have changed been, to counterpoint what Jeff's we wouldn't saying. have had Tom Cruise that role. Oh, you think that that I role would have been Joe female? Would have been, I would, Interesting. Would have, she okay. would have been the person Interesting. doing that. So I wonder how that would have today. changed oh. it. So just from a, a script standpoint, so her role as someone from internal affairs, I think it, it served a purpose, right? Yeah. Within the role of the script. Yeah. So what you're saying is, um, if that were written today, the internal affairs person could actually have litigated, and you wouldn't have have needed the hotshot Caffey. Uh, not necessarily saying that. I think maybe you wanting a stronger female. Not uh, no, because role? I think she's a very strong, like yeah, strong female role. But I think like if if it were written today, like it, if you've seen like. The progression of like Sorkin and where he's going, like he just wrote Molly's Game, which was the Jessica Chastain movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think he would yet. want to have her. That was I, based I, on I a would, true story, right? Right. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Um, I think he would want her to be the one. <laughs> he would want her to be the one at the end, going face to face with Jack Nicholson. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah. yeah. I feel like I mean, Sorkin, I mean, like I, I'm, or so I'm, maybe the characters I, the same, but Caffey isn't a man. Yeah, Caffey yeah, is a woman. Yeah, kind of exactly, what you're saying, yeah, right? Okay. Yes, yes. Yes. I could see that. Hmm. So I guess. Not really her character rewritten, but 
some characters would be different. Right. Yeah. I think. I, I mean, think. I mean. I think today right, right. you get a like. I think it's a pretty strong like female character today. Like for sure. I don't think you would need to rewrite that even with everything going on. But mm. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I don't know if I could replace. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah, I think saying. the only part yeah. is the is the Cuban scene where. You know, Jack Nicholson's like, oh, that, oh, a blowjob. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that aside, but I think that that scene would or that uh, that dialogue would still be in the movie today because yeah. I think it's still you're attempting to to create the character of Jessup mm-hmm. by yeah. by him saying that, right? And a yeah, sixty yeah. year old Colonel, whether yeah. it's 1992 or 2018, a sixty year old Colonel might say that. I don't know. I'm generalizing here, but yeah. right? No, I think I think you're right there. Yeah. And it's funny too to see the the character arcs in this movie mm-hmm. because you always and you can always like if you just like look at the first lines that they say and the last lines that they say mm-hmm. you can tell the transformation that they go to mm-hmm. and for um, Demi Moore uh, her character starts out and she's rehearsing that line and she yeah. can't even get it out right? yeah you totally. know it's like I am. I want it to be me assigned counsel and have them move to Washington. Well, I think of anything that very first scene when she gets, um, when she brings it to her superiors and they say, we're going to have division sign lead counsel. And then he gets assigned. I I mean, that seems like, I think Sorkin is attempting to create that as a very sexist uh, situation. And I think he succeeds in doing so. But I think as the movie goes on, she clearly becomes on a much more even yeah, intellectual right. footing with Kathy, which again, I think is what that's the, that's the yeah. arc Sorkin's trying to take you through. Yeah. Right. I mean, so, kind of the point. Well, in, in that, and then Tom Cruise's character you, to, to, to flip that yeah. over on its head, you got to Tom Cruise's character, which you guys brought it up earlier, talking about the guy who smoked $10 of an oregano. Yeah. He's like, my client doesn't have to be. He's like, he's a moron. My client, my client <laughs> yeah. is a moron, but that doesn't make him guilty. Yeah. And then he goes through this arc mm-hmm. of at the end, he says, you don't have to wear a patch to have on it. Yeah. Like he, well, he, he understands the humanistic. Yeah. And how about the whole thread of his dad and his dad was attorney general yeah. or whatever. And so Jack right. Ross is like, you got bullied into that yeah. courtroom, Danny. You got bullied into that courtroom by the memory of a dead lawyer. Yeah. Like that's some heavy shit to say to your basketball buddy. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the, uh, yeah, that's the, what I said about when, when, when we're doing the log lines, like him trying to find the truth. Yeah. Like his own truth. Exactly. Like, I, you know, I'm living the shadow of my dad, which is the best trial lawyer who became the yeah. uh, attorney general. And like, I'm, I'm known to being one of the best, like plea bargainer. Yeah. Sorry, and I lost your set of steak knives. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, once he got this case and he figured out, okay, either I, well, I mean, they're not going to take the plea. Mm-hmm. So I'm out. They can get a new lawyer or yep. I can like move past that wall yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, become, I don't know what, you know. The litigator he becomes. Yeah. The uh, that set of steak knives is yeah. a running uh, thread through all of Sorkin's scripts too. Is it? I think in Glengarry Glen Ross. Glengarry Glen Ross is a Sorkin. No, it's not. Glengarry Glen Ross is a Sorkin script. I thought it was a Mammoth play adapted by Sorkin. Really? It might be wrong. Let's look it up. That's f- fantastic. I don't have an answer for that yeah. one, Ryan. Um, so <laughs> um, we're gonna wrap this up here in a bit, but uh. I want to say my favorite line in the movie. Yeah, man. It's, Go for it. It's Tom Cruise's last line in the movie. It's so badass. I don't know word for word, but he uh, he said, I'm a lawyer and officer of the United States Navy. 
you're going to jail, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. You're dismissed or something like that. All right. So, so cool. So cool. So Tom Cruise. It, is. it was just Mamet. Wasn't yeah, Sorkin just Mamet. wasn't involved in that. But, yeah. I, but I feel like there's a... There's got to be a thread a, there yeah. between those two yeah. lines. Yeah, know? exactly. A shout Damn. out to each yeah. other. Such a badass. You really excited to say oh, that yeah. line. You're going to jail, you son of a bitch. So apparently the... Because you know when they're in Cuba and Jack says, I eat breakfast 300 yards and 4,000 Marines that are trained to kill me. Just don't think you can come down here and flash a badge. So the part later in the film when when Dan Caffey does that impression when he's drunk, mm. that was ad-libbed, apparently. Really? Like, yeah, at least so it said online, right? Because so, he was going through his whole monologue of like Rock T- Rocco's um, typewriter maintenance, whatever. He's doing his old drunk monologue, and he's, he does he like flips into a Jack impression. You can see Demi and uh, uh, what's his name, Lieutenant Weinberg, look at each other like, "What the fuck is this guy?" Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. That's pretty funny. So, uh, are we ready to rate this movie? We got to rate we the got, movie and the beer. Oh yeah, the last beer. Oh, this beer's amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna uh, okay. Austin Beer Works and Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> Wizardry. Wizardry Barrel Age Imperial Stout. Boom. Delicious. I'm going to give this. You got to think about it. Fuck. Come on. Carolina. Ooh. Jeff wants it to be slightly better <laughs> than it is. <laughs> so just I'm going to have a little bit more. Shade. I'm going to have a little bit more. You guys decide. <laughs> just to test it out. Just yeah. Never mind. Spice sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. Yes. Yeah. What about the movie? The, oh, the same Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, you're you're a screenwriter, right? Uh, how would you rate the script? Let me ask that, yeah, that question. The script, just the script, nothing uh, else. Oof, probably nine out of ten. Carolina okay. Reaper. Like I said, I mean, it's like Aaron Sorkin knows that story. If the story's good, yeah, it, you don't need um, an actress who's just there for lust yeah. or for. I mean, if it's good, you can, you can you can plug in any actor in there. If yeah. the script is good, it's it's gonna work. It's still gonna still gonna yeah. happen. That yeah. Makes sense. They're the screenwriters, these two. Yeah. That's where I'm These two guys? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two. That's awesome. All right, great. Go to Jim. You mean to go, Ryan, or you want to go? I love that. Oh, sorry. I love that line so much. Uh, I'm going to give that barrel-aged stout. I'm going to give it a little spice X. Boom. (laughs) Ryan. man. Honestly, that's (laughs) I can tell. He's got maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) He's got maple syrup. I'm Canadian. You know, it's like a match made in heaven. Uh, You, maple syrup, Alanis Morris said. (laughs) All the best Canadian. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this movie, I'm going to give it a Carolina Reaper. Awesome. How about the same question? Script? Same oh, thing? Script's 10 out of 10. Okay, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, it's just like to to see, like, I, I always love, I, I love a lot of movies, but I always like to see, like, where an artist really, like, has, like, where they make their start mm. and to see Sorkin's, like, intro yeah. into, like, and, like, he understood yeah cinema so well yes. in the cinematic language that it was it's, things it's that it takes people miraculous. generations to figure out oh, yeah, yeah, screenwriters yeah. right oh for sure yeah. i mean you see guys now that are you know been writing for 20 years and mm-hmm. they can't pump out a script like that yeah. like it's just it, it, it's amazing to see a, a playwright be able to make to write a movie script like that yeah. and really pull it off it's called talent has anyone ever seen <laughs> this on the stage Cause I would love. No. One of my buddies that. directed it. Really? Yeah, like Dang. it Tex Arts. So like awesome. it was a local play. And I, how I, long ago was that? This was a 
a couple years ago. Damn it, that means I missed it. No, I'm really bummed. No, <laughs> I really want to see it for the stage at some point. Yeah, he uh, he had a good cast. I never yeah. made it out, but Tyler, sorry about that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for me, man, I'm gonna go across the board. Carolina Reaper for both. Um, delicious stout, right? Yeah, I okay. do not like stouts. There be, we go. I think what was we'll the take last a Carolina Reaper? I did. Buy, I got a stout one time oh, for us. Left-handed milk stout. Oh yeah, it's classic. It's Didn't really go good. Over well with the spicy boys. No, that's what I'm saying. I do not like stouts <laughs> normally. Yeah, but. This one's nice. This one's Solid. got something in there for everybody. In the movie, man, I kind of started thinking about it. I wasn't going to... I don't know. I really... I haven't rated anything a spice sex yet. Really? So I'm kind of... Like anything, anything? Anything. I mean, Dang, no. man. One, Can we handle it? You're just letting the best in life pass man, you by. I just don't know which, you know. <laughs> this is it. But no, I'm gonna. I'm still going to give it a Carolina Reaper <sighs> for both. Nice. Dangling, dangling a carrot. <laughs> you, you guys have done spice sexes, right? Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. your favorite movie of all time? Top Gun. Oh man, I <laughs> fluctuate. Robot jocks. Don't <laughs> 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 ruin one of my movies. Uh, I don't know if I could ever put like even my top five favorites. The one behind you on that print is yeah. one of my yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of a. Clock. But you have ten out of tens. Like there are movies in your universe. Oh, yeah. that are 10. Okay. Cool. I just have always kind of waited. Okay. To, to, to release that's cool I feel like we always do a 10 out of wanna, 10 yeah. yeah I was just wondering if you're the type of guy where like nothing's ever perfect oh no so like everything becomes nine. <laughs> no just there's a lot of movies out there I'd yeah. probably just yeah. give it a 10 immediately okay. just a handful awesome. out there yeah I can, I can respect that alright Jody I'm, I'm Spice XX guys <laughs> <laughs> you guys invited me in your podcast I bring the big guns I bring my favorite you, movie I bring my collaboration yeah, yes. beer with Austin Beer Works so this is easy for me. Yeah. 10 and 10. <laughs> First ever double 10 by anybody. Oh, I love it. I feel like good I beers. Bag, though, because I good brought film. my own fucking beer. No, yeah, man. Favorite movie. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> What's better in life than enjoying your favorite mo- beer hey, while you're truth. watching your favorite movie? That's though, huh? absolutely the truth. It, it's good, though. We've had some pretty, we've had some rough beers lately. Yeah. 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 So it's good to have some uh, tasty nice. ones. Yeah, we, we've even been, outside we've of this been. episode, if you guys want recommendations, I'm happy to. Yeah, provide you some stuff for sure, man. Well, um, sure, we'll be back in. So, let's do a little plug action here. Witchcraft. Yeah. Um, Witchcraft.com. There we you got go. Events. We got two locations. We got all sorts of fun stuff we're doing. Uh, one in South Lamar, amazing place. They have amazing shelvings, like I said. <laughs> 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 You know, um, you try to get come for the beer, stay for the shelving. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Then one in uh, the Mueller. Mueller, new yeah. Mueller, yeah. Mueller, Miller. Some people call it Miller. I Mueller. call it Mueller. Mueller. That one's the tap room. That's got the 30 taps. We have yeah. a coffee program there too. We need to talk oh, yeah. about coffee at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do coffee, which I also love. So, I, spent, I worked in a coffee shop for like six years. Sweet. Starbucks. Especially coffee is great. Yeah. Stinson and Starbucks. Stinson. The double yeah. Yeah. Look, we just gave two plugs like nothing. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, Stinson's coffee. G- okay, now we got to do it. We don't want to do Starbucks. That. I don't know. No, we give anybody a plug that we don't have. No. <laughs> if on. you, if yeah, if We're you want talking about witchcraft. Yeah. If you want beer and coffee, go to witchcraft. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, easy. Well, I can't say thank you enough, guys. This has been so much Dude, fun. Dude, this is amazing. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, this, yeah this was, for sure. This was a great treat. This is really great. For sure. That's hey, we'll do this again. Sounds good. Yeah, anytime you want. Our favorite thing is great beer and great movies. Yeah. That's true. And a great time. For sure. You, uh, I am learning more about movies just talking with you guys. Because oh, I don't know a ton yeah. about them. I just watch them as an enthusiast. And that's, I, I mean, the fun part. That's what, uh, I guess, this is what podcast is all about. Like, we tried beers that we've never had before and watch movies that we've never seen before. But oh. we don't try to dissect it as 
since we we work in the industry, but we, yeah. as you said, enthusiasts. We, so. Yeah, we work in the industry. I learn a lot from these guys, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm a listener. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, they teach me a lot. That's so. awesome. We just have fun with it. Like you said, good beer, good movies, good fun. Mm-hmm. I think all three were had today. There we go. All right, guys. Any uh, parting words to uh, the public? Witchcraft.com. W H I C H. Totally. Craft.com. And you guys are Spicy ins- boys. <laughs> Your Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Yeah, yep. all of the above. All it's right. All on there. We'll tag, it. we'll tag you up cool. in the That'd episode so that you can, uh, everybody will be linked in. Awesome. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, no, thank- no parting words for me. This was great. Well, thanks for coming out. We have yeah. five or six. One, two, oh, my God. Six beers? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the most amount of beers we've yeah. tasted on one episode. So. so I was uh, trying to set some sort of informal record, so I guess I did. You absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> You done good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks again for coming out. And um, again, head over to Witchcraft and grab some tasty uh, beers and sit down and watch a few good men. There we go. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Spicy boys, out.